This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is my report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Laura Elizabeth as Lyric, and Tyler Hewitt as Alto. My report report shows that the inquisitorial band are fleeing the scene of their first battle with the administratum. Valentine executed Heinrich after sacrificing Phallix. Lyric saved Valentine from the vengeance of the Doctor, and Olto doesn't know what's going on. Can the band survive whatever Xenos allies the administratum just summoned? Find out in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From a redacted log of the Adeptus Arbites. Well... The arrogant motherfucker said we'd have to take it from his cold, dead hands. So, them's your orders. Go put them down. You are... You find yourselves in a small, um, ill-kept, almost ranger station. Uh, Think like a small garage, um, the door of which has just been uh, booted open um, by Horatio. Behind you, you can hear um, the howls of Calops um, as they uh, begin to um, descend on your location. Um, you can hear the rustling of trees, the fall of footsteps, um, pause rather, uh, as well as the lumbering mess of um, uh, Tremaine as he begins to, to drag his way uh, towards your location. Um, all of you are in pretty bad shape. Um Alto, you haven't taken any damage, I don't think, aside from the fall, but you're in, like, bad shape about all a little of bit this. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, not handling the stress of, like, active combat as well as the more experienced fighters. Yeah, totally. Um, as soon as you um, burst into the, uh, the small station, um, you, uh, you immediately find a, a med kit, um, an old, old, old med kit. Um, and um, are able to apply um, sort of just a a temporary kind of like almost uh, think almost synth skin like just a like plastic band aid that isn't very good but good enough um, to uh, Valentine uh, enough to uh, let you recover one wound Ryan um, okay. but uh, it is a very temporary measure this isn't proper medical aid this is just keep your guts on the inside rather than the outside. Yeah. You can't see them anymore, which is a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Horatio is, um, counting his, uh, remaining shells, uh, both of them, uh, in a somewhat concern, um, as you, uh, load up, um, these, uh, uh, two, um, snowmobiles. So basically, um, there are two of them, uh, each one can take up to three people. So you can figure out how you want to, um, spread yourselves out. Um, the goal is uh, to make it um, kind of back up the uh, out of the valley um, towards the the launch pad. Um, 
you have mere moments uh, to catch your breath and to do this. Uh, let me know um, what your order is and what other preparations you want to make before you go. Are there any like sleds for these um, yep. these vehicles to like pull supplies or injured people? Yep, absolutely. Like might be good to, um, I'll say this in character. Um, it might be a good idea to strap Dr. Cleaver down into one of the medical sleds. I mean, seems like she doesn't really want to ride with us right now. Uh, and she's also not fully conscious. All right. Well, why don't we put Horatio and the doctor in this uh, second one? And then the three of us can take the first one. That seems like a logical course of events. We've also, we've got a sled. Do we, we've got these parts that we've brought with us to repair the ship. Perhaps we could put those in a sled. You know, that might be priority. We could strap the doctor down to a seat. Horatio, you get on that. Let's attach a sled over here and put the parts attached to ours. Great. Uh, can, I, can I drive? Oh, I was assuming so, young man. I've never driven one of these before. I'm like already like running my hands like over it and stuff like that and like kind of figuring out how it works right away. And the Inquisitor will just yeah. put a hand on Lyric's shoulder and be like, he could do this, right? I, he told me he's never done this before and it's concerning. He can drive anything. All right, well, we'll take that then. Okay, let's get the equipment over here and tie down the doctor over there. Great. Um, so you quickly do that. Um, uh, yeah, Alto, these are, these, these are pretty easy um yeah. by your standards As um, like, i see like throttle oh the tread is for better traction in the snow the skis on the front that's kind of smart like i've never seen snow before <laughs> so I was yeah like, it's yeah, this yeah. weird bushy yeah. cold <laughs> stuff that's everywhere and like oh, oh yeah. so this like rides along the surface of it and that's for traction oh, that makes a lot of sense and just like that kind of shit cool uh, i'm gonna give you one boost uh to your first drive check um okay. on these only because i think based on the way we've kind of talked about um alto's mind working um Whereas some people would be like, oh, shit, I don't really understand snow and I don't know what these pieces do. I think for him it's more like, oh, so I imagine this is how corners would handle. I'm curious to see how that works. And there's right, like yeah. a genuine joy to it rather than like, a, oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, very good. Uh, um, Lyric, if you don't mind me asking, uh, you have a rifle and an auto pistol, and I believe Horatio has exactly two bullets left. Would you be willing to perhaps lend him one or the other so he could try to defend himself? Um. Yeah, and I just I take out my auto pistol and just shove it at Horatio. Um, he uh, he takes it and, and kind of weighs it in his hand. He says, a, "A real inquisitor's weapon." Thank you. I'll be sure to get this back to you. In I was going to say better shape than I found it, but that's impossible. God, we're just wasting air. <laughs> fucking go. Um, he Alto's uh, like on he's like driving the thing is like yeah yeah (laughs) um all right so um as you gun the engine um the uh the two um snowmobiles burst out and please do remember this is of course the grim darkness of the future where there was only war so is there a skull on the headlight you're fucking right there is (laughs) why would that be there for a park ranger who cares it's grim dark um are there a couple unnecessary spikes on the side fuck yeah why grim dark the whole Uh, the whole front is the whole front part that like you pivot for driving a snowmobile is one big skull with like handlebars coming out the side and like the ski comes out the nose and like goes into the yeah, snow. It's, it's like yeah. a 90s action figure accessory from yeah, like when yeah, they were running low. Cobra snowmobile yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> G.I. Joe. Yep. Um, great. So um, you um, yeah, we'll say they're animal skulls just for continuity's sake. Um, you uh, burst out of the um uh, the shed um, in kind of classic uh, cool people escaping on snowmobiles. So just like up off ramps, smash. 
uh, in a, um, a a bunch of kind of um, wood and uh, and old uh, plastic, I guess would probably be what they were using. Um, and uh, you begin the uh, the the climb um, upward. So basically, what I'm going to need from you, Alto, is definitely a driving check. We're going to do our standard uh, three checks. Um, to succeed, um, don't roll them all at once though, because uh, there are different things that happen at each point. Um, but this first check is, you know, you have a little bit of a lead on Tremaine and uh, presumably the rest of the planet. Um, so this role is to determine uh, how much advantage you're able to take of that. Okay. Um, uh, so okay. the difficulty is three um, because you are dodging trees because uh, it is a jungle um, although it's covered in snow however it's only three because you're also driving uphill so it's not like this is a fucking like breakneck super speedy like endor right. thing it's it's still like at, at, a, at an alarming pace but it, you can't build up enough speed for it to be you know truly out of control okay is that in true lies yes I'm 100% thinking about yeah. true lies yeah, this that's, whole exactly, that's what I was okay. thinking of okay yeah. cool um, I didn't describe those things bursting out of a thing, and then <laughs> there's also a couple bonds that have done it. But really, true lies is worth it. Yeah, you got Tom Arnold in your ear for some reason, um, making my ex girlfriend's grandmother hate me because I'm like, this movie's great. And then we start watching, and I'm like, I'm Tom sorry, super religious lady who doesn't watch movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't sorry for me because I got to watch it, but I was yeah. sorry about that. Um, cool. Um, so. Yeah, and then Tyler, you get the plus one blue um, mm-hmm. for being excited about snow driving. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to give you one setback because you have all of the uh, the parts from uh, the Celestial Line um, still strapped to the back along with Acri, who's been, like, I think offline for all of this, which is really a blessing for him. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, then I'm ready to roll. And you get to oh, add and- your like mind link and stuff, right, Tyler? If you're plugging in. Oh, thank you. Is it for driving? It might not be for driving. Let me just double check. Um, also, uh, story points sit at three and three. Well, I believe it is for driving, but up to you. Plus one to t- plus one blue to tech use or driving. Okay, cool. Thank oh, you. that's crazy. However, could you have known that, Ryan? Did you have some <laughs> I- kind of? Hand in building, perhaps. <laughs> I may have assisted. Well spotted, Ryan. Yeah, may have Ryan had to is twice because yeah. my <laughs> PDF didn't save the first time. You're just a human boost dice, brother. It's uh, yeah. it's good, you know. Just coming in for the save. <sighs> okay, uh, rolling. So that's four successes and one advantage. <laughs> and I would like to use my driving ability, hand on the throttle, once per round, increase or decrease speed by one to a minimum or maximum of the vehicle's top or speed or zero. So okay, great. All right. I just so, want to press the advantage as much as we can. <laughs> cool. Um, so that's a tremendously successful roll. So um, you successfully make it uh, to sort of the second bracket. Um, the uh, Horatio's doing a pretty good job. Um, he's obviously had a lot of experience driving these in this climate. So he's actually doing pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. He's not able to supercharge though. So um, as you begin to really kind of hit the groove of it, as you have your kind of Anakin Skywalker, like it's working moment. Um, he's uh, racing. Yeah. yeah wizards. Oh, um, he's, uh, he's keeping pace, but not, uh, he's not like side by side, but he's, he's, he's still there. Um, 
Which is when, of course, uh, the planet catches up. Um, so, um, Lyric, uh, you keep looking over your shoulder um, for um, the callops, and you can see them just sort of in, in uh, glimpses of green darting through the trees kind of on either side. Um, and uh, you can tell that they're they're getting closer. They are much faster than um, than you guys are on these. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're kind of getting ready. What do you think your your defense strategy is? Uh, and Valentine, you can tell me what yours is too, given that you're both on the same car. Um, I've I've got my rifle mm-hmm. out, my 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 needle rifle. Um, and and it's just like because it's like a heavy weapon too, like it's mm-hmm. a little bit stabler. Um, so I'm I'm kind of like twisted around. And because and just like waiting, I've just got that fun. targeter on, like freaking scanning shit, and the closest thing I see, I'm gonna hit. Do you want to be sitting on the back, like facing backwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Um, Valentine would be in the middle, refractor field up, bolt pistol in hand. Uh, he hasn't relayed this to anyone because he doesn't think his new friends are ruthless enough. They seem to get emotional about Heinrich, and that's a red flag. Uh, he basically considers Horatio and the Doctor to be an expendable distraction. So he'll shoot anybody that comes at this one, but he's not so much worried about what happens to the rear snowmobile. Gathered from when you took all the uh, series regulars and put them on one vehicle and then took all the weekly guest stars and uh, new red shirts that apparently worked on the lower deck that we just never met before uh, on the, the other one. Um, great. Um so, uh, Lyric, you're you're observing all of these. You're getting ready. You've got that classic, like, predator, like, uh, red dot against green uh, tracker piece. Um, and then just, again, years of, of paranoia and fistfights and being ambushed click in. And uh, you look up um, and you see um, Iontos uh, beginning to descend uh, at a much faster rate than the Calops. So go ahead and roll a ranged attack, please, as the uh, not pterodactyls uh, with their fucking gross snake heads come hissing down from the skies. Okay. All right. So what am I? What am I? Where uh, two purple. Um, uh, yeah, because they're they're flying directly at you. Um, okay. So <laughs> they're technically at a further range band, but <laughs> the bullet will meet them halfway. Okay, we're good. Yep. All right. Two successes and one advantage. So, um, that's going to be eight eight damage. Uh, and I have to remember what the fuck happens here. Um, so. When the weapon damages, because because it's toxic, because I'm using my needle mm-hmm. rifle, I've got like a paralytic. Uh, uh, so when weapon damages a target and bypasses soak, the target is forced to roll a resilience check with a difficulty equal to the weapon's toxic rating, which is five. Oh. Cool. So you kill the one you hit, but I'll say that that can carry over to the other one that was coming in alongside it. Yes. Um, it does. N- it definitely does not have resilience. So resilience is, I believe, brawn. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. Great. Sorry. Uh, because of the way these sheets are stacked, I have access to half the information I need at any given time. <laughs> so my difficulty is five, huh? Yeah. 
I don't have a lot of like ammo with this rifle, but fuck, I love. I, I don't always <laughs> shoot birds, but when I do, <laughs> I use dosekes. <laughs> oh, wow, interesting. Okay, so okay. each uncancelled failure inflicts one wound, ignoring mm-hmm. soak, and every two threat inflicts one point of strain. Okay, well, that's very good news for you because I got four successes and one failure. So technically I have three successes, which means I'm doing pretty well for myself. Yeah. Except I also have four, six, seven threat. <laughs> uh, so given that uh, cool. these are uh, pterodactyl snakes, um, I'm feeling like that amount of strain is enough to knock you out. Um, <laughs> that dinosaur so, are complex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's... Uh, My mother never loved me. <laughs> yeah, one, one explodes and the other one is just like... But who am I really? Yeah, yeah. just as a stops flapping and looks at its hands and just descends. <laughs> These look like my mother's hands, and one day they shall look like my grandmother's hands. But whose hands up? And then it like hits a tree and, and crashes <laughs> in the brush. Um, you actually see a couple of calops leap onto it uh, and start to uh, tear it apart, uh, thus ending its existential crisis on a bleak note. Nature, goulet. Um Cool. So, um, great. Uh, that was good. Good work. High fives all around. Um, you can, uh, see, um, kind of behind you, um, the, the sort of like smoking fiery mass, uh, is, uh, is, is, is like not quite keeping pace, but is closer than you'd like. Um, and, um, you can see that, uh, as it's, it's kind of, um, bounding, um, it, uh, it's odd cause it seems to almost be like missing a step every few steps. Um, and almost like it's hitting itself, um, which seems, uh, seems odd. Um, but, um, you know, you're in a car chase, so what are you going to do? Uh, cool. That'll bring us to, um, that was the threat of that round. So, uh, Lyric, we're back to you. Or sorry, Alto, we're back to you on the driving. Uh, go ahead, please, sir. Uh, difficulty of three. Okay. Yeah. Three successes, two threats. Okay, great. Um, so you make it into the next band. Uh, however, um, creatures are starting to come in from all sides. Um, I'm going to give uh, Valentine, it's going to be your, your move up next since uh, Lyric went last time. Uh, I'm going to carry, you said two threats, Tyler? Yep. And carry those two threats over to two setback dice to you, sir, uh, in that there are so many. It's a target-rich environment, which is dope if you have a weapon that isn't a pistol, um, which admittedly can fire pretty quick, but um, too too many targets. Just too, too many cooks. Great. Uh, bring what's us, the challenge? Difficulty on this, sorry? Uh, nothing yet. I'm just saying that's okay. that's the cool. holdover from Tyler's rule. Um, so... Um, uh, also, um, you can tell, you can sort of see the ridge uh, approaching, um, unfortunately, because you are uh, closer to what was at one point the spaceport. Um, there's actually a lot more um, debris up here um, from the plateau that was cleared, uh, as well as takeoffs and landings. Um, so the woods are getting more dense. It's getting less easy to, like the jungle is is denser. Um, and of course, since it was once lush, now you're looking at like frozen um trees and shit that's kind of blocking your way. Um, so far it hasn't directly prevented your speed, but it's getting damn close. Uh, Valentine, um, the callops have caught up. Um, 
the Iantos seem to have been uh, held off for a moment, but uh, the six-legged tigers are uh, coming in from all sides. What do you do? I, I, I shoot them. I shoot them, and I <laughs> sing a song to the emperor. Great. Uh, it's coming out of the glory of the emperor. Da, 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 glory of the emperor. He can't get all the words out because it's also like a, snow, it's a snowmobile. Yep. So he's just glory of the emperoring a lot. Uh, and then he'll take his shots. All right. Sounds good. Um, so we're going to go two purple. Um, story point wise, we're still at three and three. Yeah, I'm definitely using one. Thought you might. Uh, so it brings us to two and four in my favor. Um Definitely setback dice for the bumpy, bumpy ride. Um, plus the two from the hangover from Tyler's roll. Um, I will give you one boost uh, because some of them got distracted by the uh, Iontos that uh, Lyric dropped. So there's just less than there would have been. Okay. That's it for me. Cool. Uh, I do have a tempered will, which means I can remove one black die from the disoriented condition. Would that affect this? Strictly speaking, no, but that's probably just because I didn't know disorient was a thing. So yes. <laughs> I'll Fun. Yeah, no, this seems, like a, this seems like the right application for that. Cool. Oh, shit. Three successes, a triumph, and a threat. Oh, Fuck, man. Dang. Okay, so um, what is the damage on your uh, pistol? It is a base 10. Fuck me. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you you just start, like, um, blasting away on either side. Um, okay, with your triumph uh, and the threat, um, Tremaine is closing in faster. You can hear the beating of his wings, uh, and he seems to be using them not to fly because his, his bulk is a bit too big for that, but to kind of propel himself forward as he, he claws. So basically every time he pulls himself, he's able to like kind of give himself a little, little wingy blast up ahead. Also, he's trying to fly through trees, which sucks. Um, he's likely going to be on you next round, but with your triumph, uh, I will say you can shoot out the, uh, treads on the other (laughs) vehicle. Done. Done. Fuck he'll it. make it. He'll make it look like an accident and like a spray across. But he'll definitely shoot at the other vehicle and eat. Um, so as the uh, the treads kind of spin, uh, burst and, and spin off the um, uh, the vehicle, like does that that thing that only truly snowmobiles do. Um, it just fucking flips. Um, it throws um, Horatio off. Um, into kind of a puff of, of snow. Um, you see uh, the doctor's sled kind of flip up and, and crash face down. Um, he uh, he stands and he says, uh, I'm right behind you. Just just slow down for a second. I'm, right, I'm, I'm coming right away. Just let me get the doctor. Alto will start to slow down. And the Inquisitor will like, just yell at you like, nope, we're still going. Speed up. Uh, and I don't think, I think he can't talk to... Lyric right now because nope. she's like a person where he's like, uh, okay, and he, he guns it. Um, and uh, just as you, you zip away, you you just hear Horatio say, huh, so I guess, guess the Emperor's lo- love was a lie after all. Um, and then you just see him turn and um, 
like just raise uh, both his his combat shotgun in one hand and um, lyrics uh, pistol in the other, um, and it's just a, a classic like man versus shark moment of him just like firing the two shots, emptying the pistol. And then just kind of looking up in horror as um, the Tremaniac uh, rules over him. Uh, and you just, Lyric, particularly down the scope, you just see like Tremaine's face bite off um, Horatio's head. Um, he spits it out and says, uh, so that's what they taste like. Terrible. Um, and... Um, yeah, he stops for a moment to to just pound Horatio's body into into mush. Uh, you watch your pistol get shattered. Um, and I'm I'm like I've still got my rifle up because I'm still ready to shoot. I'm not going to put it down. I'm too I'll let you I'll let you take a that. I'll let you take a free shot on this. This is a pretty meaty distraction. Um, as as I yell at Valentine, what the fuck is wrong with you? And um, and I'll give a shot. Okay, go ahead. Um, so you're at um, mid range for that gun. So that's three purple. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend a story point to keep it sporting. So that's three and three currently available. Uh, so upgrade one of those to a red, a second one to a red because he's a villain. Okay. Um, I'll I'll spend a story point to upgrade okay. uh, one so of uh, one of my greens. And- Two and four in my favor. Um, I'm going to give you a boost for being livid. Um, cool. I think you you kill better when you're angry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I will, however, sure. give you a setback um, because at this point, based on what you've learned of, of Tremaine, you're probably going to have to shoot him in the head. And unfortunately, that head is constantly ducking down um, to rip uh, chunks off of his... Not his actual old nemesis, but like the person he still considers uh, just the, the entire Adeptus Arbides and, and the Imperium is, is what he's chewing on right now. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's it. Let's fucking see how this goes. Huh. Okay. Two advantages, one triumph and two failures. Interesting weird okay (laughs) um yeah okay um i'm gonna say based on your failures that this doesn't do damage it's more of a um you manage like you you fire the shot uh you miss his face but you do put it through his wing uh one of his wings uh, he's got three, so like it's not like he's out, but um, it's enough to blast a, a chunk off of him. Uh, and we'll say that the failure means you don't actually manage to do any damage, but the triumph gets you up and over the final bump. It buys um, Alto the time he needs to kind of maneuver around these admittedly slow slalom-type pieces, as um, obviously you and Valentine narratively are still like pumping ammo into uh, the mm-hmm. animals that are attacking you. Uh, but we'll say that triumph gets you up up to the ridge. Cool. Um, so you um, also, uh, after maneuvering around um, just a, a, a hellish maze of frozen trees, um, you uh, you see sunlight um, and uh, you see the sky uh, for the first time in a while as you pull up uh, on top of um, the plateau that was once the um, 
uh, the spaceport. Uh, you crash through um, a, an old rusty metal fence um, that uh, has some signs up with the, the double-headed eagle warning people that this is, you know, Imperium property and treat it nice or the Emperor will get you. <laughs> um, uh, you can see there's um, uh, an old uh, building that clearly would have been kind of the, the visitor center for, for this element. Um, it's part of the station with the gondolas. Um, it's attached to that. So basically there's like the, the actual, like you landed, go in basically customs, check everything out. Then you can get on the gondolas and go to the park. Um, unlike a lot of the buildings lower, uh, because there's no tree cover up here, um, it has mostly collapsed. Uh, so that building is pretty much gone. Um, but you do see, uh, sorry, I called it the celestial line earlier. You see the astral line, um, vessel kind of gleaming, um, in the, uh, the sunlight, um, but uh, a little bit further away, um, you see kind of um, a couple of uh, tail fins sticking up and out of um, the snow uh, where the um, Arbides uh, vehicle is. Um, from the description you got, um, it's a uh, it's sort of like a it's a bit bigger than sort of a standard gun cutter, which are in a sense almost like. Uh, helicopters ish with a little bit more cargo space. Um, but they're meant for inter-system travel. They don't have warp. Um, this vehicle is clearly built for warp. Um, I think the easiest way to think of it is... Um, Say, like the ship in Jedi Knight Fallen Order? Kind of like the one story, but it's got a... Haven't played it, but probably. Um, yeah, that's probably the right way to think of it. I was thinking uh, the uh, Quinjets in the Avengers movies, where it's like... Yeah. Uh, it's got a cargo bay. It's got seats. Or like the Blackbird in X-Men. Or, yeah, uh, presumably this this ship from... Thing. So, like, not... Sedan of Jets? Yeah, pretty much. much like <laughs> sedan of jets. Okay. Like it, it's very much the kind of thing you would give an intergalactic cop to go do a thing. It's not what an inquisitor would fly. It's not a fighter by any stretch, but it's it's got some heft. It's got weapons, and more important, most importantly, it's got a warp drive. Um, okay. Now it's in bad shape. Um, it's piled under snow, um, but uh, it's certainly better than nothing. Behind you. Yes, that's right. This is Morgan Rolls, and I have a secret to share with you. Did you know that some of our inquisitorial band has been sent to us not from the inner workings of the Imperium, but from Patreon? It's true, only special $25 tier patrons can create their own NPCs that will join in the cast of select shows. So what are you waiting for? You can join us if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. That's right. Come join now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. If you think you have what it takes to survive in the grim darkness of the future. Please do imagine the most like Hideo Kojima end of Snake Eater like random camera angles of this that are super cool to watch. Um, okay. But um, you, as the uh, you kind of come up and over the ridge, smash through the fence, uh, and you're basically just like cutting across the um, the airfield as fast as you can. Um, behind you, there's the massive beating of wings as um, the uh, 
increasingly rough looking um, Tremaine and uh, a bunch of Yantos, Callops, and also very alarmingly large, vaguely reptilian gorilla monsters. They're called Sleems. It's how he got his chest armor. We never met them, but they're here too. Um, come bounding uh, up and over the um, the ridge. So basically, it's like hell descending upon you as you you burn hard for the uh, the ship. Um, the you come kind of skidding up, um, and uh, the three of you immediately like leap off and start um, moving the supplies uh, you need off of uh, the back. Um, I assume you you turn Acri back on, um, or at least take him out of the the duffel bag. Um, and uh, start trying to integrate him into the ship's systems. Um, you quickly dig out the uh, uh, the sort of cargo entrance, and um, Alto, I'm going to need you to please roll me some of that sweet, sweet tech use uh, to see if you're able to get this fucking thing back on or whether you have to strong arm it. Okay. It makes water sounds like a DM drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get to add for mechadendrite and for your plug-in brain. Uh, plus two blue for tech use on the mechadendrite, which is nice. great. And always have say, the tools needed to repair, modify, uh, manipulate machinery. Okay, I'm going to say there's no plug-in value on this one because the system is offline. Okay. So this is basically jumpstart the... Yep. Yep. Uh, so we're still outside trying to get in, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, say so this is a... Um, I'm actually just going to say three purple, because I think even though it's in rough condition and it's been snowed in, it it's a sealed vessel. Like, Okay. The Imperium, especially if it's old, solo, and has a warp drive, yeah, it'd be pretty boxy but well-made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many story points do we have for us to use right now? Um, we are sitting at two and four in my favor, so you have two available. Um, okay, I know I want to use one for a specific thing, but we're not there yet, so I won't use any yet. I'm going to roll. Okay. Okay. Five successes, two threats. Fair enough. Um, so the, uh, you managed to, um, like kickstart the engine, I think just feeding it enough of your kind of, um, biometric power, uh, however that works to awaken the machine spirit within this vehicle, um, the, uh, the airlock, uh, kind of creaks open, um, and, uh, there's kind of like that little dusting of snow that falls off <clears throat> as the, uh, the hatch opens, um, and you're all able to quickly pile inside. The good news is the vehicle has clearly been sealed, uh, for this entire time. It smells fucking stale as hell in here. Um, but that's actually a very good sign because it means that, um, it has, uh, survived against the elements. So... The interior is like a Quinjet, but I don't want you to think this is some kind of sexy thing on the outside. This thing looks like a dumpster with wings. Um, but to Ryan's point, um, old tech, well-built, sturdy motherfucker. Um, Alto, looking around, uh, you can tell that uh, the internal systems um, were once very, very fine. It's like something that's been in someone's kitchen for like three generations. It, it's a well-built thing, but it is on its last legs. Uh, and the, the warp drive in particular, even just from taking a quick look, um, it's in a degraded state. It'll likely get you 
out of this system and to another one, but the odds of being able to do multiple jumps with this are very, very low. Okay. Plus, you've never worked with warp tech before, so like, maybe yeah. not. Maybe something you can. All like, I know so far is warp seems to be a four-letter word in the Imperium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, is um, it bad that this has it? Like, not yeah. really sure. And I think honestly, from from eyeballing it, even though you don't have any experience with how the warp energies work. I, I think based on kind of your tech knowledge, you'd be able to ascertain like, oh, I don't know what the fuck that is, but that's the power thing. Okay. And it's plugged to this thing. All right. Well, then this probably is this. And okay. Well, if that's true, then blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But yeah, it's not like warp engineering happened today. Hmm. Alter, I'm, I'm tremendously thrilled that you're learning about warp technology right now, but we really need to get this off the ground and away from the monsters, if you could, please. Uh, okay. I'm going to need a minute. Okay, well, we might not have a minute. Sure, I'm going to need you to give me one. <laughs> um, so here's the here's the catch to repairing uh, the ship. Um, you have Acri, who can help once he's plugged in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a bunch of replacement pieces uh, from the Astral Line, uh, the Emperor's Hope that you crashed, Emperor's Dream, Emperor's Wish, whatever it was. Um, that, it was uh, hope. Emperor's oh, Hope. Great. Uh, that burnt up. Um, so you need to install those. You need to install Acri, uh, and then you need to take off. Um Alto, you can do some of this, but you can't do all of it. So one of you need to pick an engineer uh, who will assist you in this, while the other person holds off the bad things. Um, basically, it just means one either Lyric or Valentine will have to miss one round of combat, and then they'll be able to rejoin. I think Lyric has helped Alto with this kind of stuff before. Yeah, um, I was just going to say, like, I yeah. would be right in there. Great. I do think it's a thing of that, like, dad meme of, like, are you winning, son? Like, she doesn't know what I'm up to. It's just kind of, like, trying to be, like, like I, I need hands. Hold these. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Uh, yeah, that's totally what it is. Like, I yeah. totally trust you to be, like, to tell me exactly what I need to do, and I do it yeah. without question. Give me a pointy wrench. Yeah, no, other exactly. pointy wrench. Smaller. Cool. Yeah. I got the right pointy wrench the first time, <laughs> yeah. to be All clear. Right. Um, so, Valentine, um, would you stay to assist anyway, or would you go and try and hold off the horde? Um, he'd go and fuck. No, he'd probably go try to plug Acri into the cockpit because okay. he's so fucking injured that he'd just get killed. Yep. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, uh, Tyler, I need tech use from you. Um, Ryan, I also need tech use from you. Laura, we're going to say that, um, rather than actually rolling a check, you're just going to add, um, boost dice to both Valentine and, um, Alto, as you literally cool. just hand people things, um, sort things out, like, unbeck. Because, honestly, you, you've been lugging this shit around. So even just having someone lay everything out, yeah. rather than being like, wait, we need those one those one set of Ikea screws that are under the box. Uh, what a specific example that clearly has never happened to me. <laughs> um, cool. Um, we're going to say three purple across the board. Um, Ryan, this is partially, uh, yeah, actually, um, you have never done this, Ryan, at the same time you did build, uh, your little buddy, um, who, I'm sorry, uh, what's his name? Eugene. Eugene, right. So you built Eugene, so you have some servitor understanding, um, but it is, this is a hot wire job, like, you're not, yeah, not meant to be a, a fucking dude plugged into this, um, and then, yeah, uh, Alto, you're Alto, so you, you know what's up. Yeah. Um, so three purple, each of you gets a blue from uh, Lyric. Because no one is defending the ship, um, I'm going to give you each two setback, um, which is from uh, things pummeling the outside. Um, 
I'll also say the the um, hatch is still down, so like, meh. Um, currently, in terms of story points, we're sitting at two and four. Uh, I'm going to spend uh, two, one for each of your checks. Uh, so we're now sitting at um, four and two in favor of you. Um, but that will turn one purple into a red on each of your checks. And I th- okay. think that's it for me. Okay. All right, I'm ready to roll. The Inquisitor gets one success and three threat. Oh man! Well, I guess I, I guess it net gain one success, two advantages. Okay. Um, I would like to spend a story point. Oh, sorry. It's uh, I've got a couple things to to break down. Sorry. Um, one of them being that I have an ability called Resourceful Mechanic uh, on a tech use check to repair a vehicle, repair one additional system strain or hull trauma per rank. I have one rank in it. So um, oh. I think I'll apply it to like hull trauma in terms mm-hmm. of putting pieces where they need to be. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Great. I would like to use a story point for uh, determined, uh, it's it's a, an ability called Determined Driver. Spend a story point, heal system strain on a vehicle equal to ranks in driving. I'd like to, if I may, equate this to basically doing a soft, like patching a software update mm-hmm. on this old vehicle, being like, I, I need this to operate on my terms, kind of, and, and just yeah. like, get it to like operate faster and more efficiently um, in the software. So I have four, I have four points in driving. So that's oh. four system strain healed Shit. on the software of this vehicle. Great. Yeah. So I think, uh, as you plug Acri in and like all that starts to gear up, um, you're able to feed him what you need for the, the basically, so you don't need to sit there and do the actual coding, yeah. um, but you ship him what you need. He starts to implement it and slowly you can feel the systems come to life under your hands. Uh, I was going to make you roll a couple more rounds of that, but realistically you've just fixed a ton of strain. Um, and I think it's fair to say that you've got the ship back up and running. Um, so, uh, the systems are, are booting up. Um, the, uh, the weapons are, uh, on a low, low, low charge. Um, they're, they're just starting to boot up. Um, and, uh, with a, a groan, um, the, uh, the ship, uh, begins to, um, elevate, um, casting off kind of the, the snow, um, as it's pummeled by, um, Iontos, um, Lyric and Valentine, you are kind of as the the back hatch is coming up in classic kind of like every fucking video game where you're a, a soldier ever shooting out the back door as uh, as the thing comes up. It's the end of every Firefly episode. Hundred percent, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, as you can't take the sky from me, starts playing under the uh, the, the roar of the engines. Uh, the ship begins to to rise. Um, so uh, Tremaine is almost upon you, um, and with his, his wingspan, um, he kind of leaps massively, and you feel him grab uh, the back of the ship. Um, it's still You're still going up, um, but he's kind of coming with you. Um, who, Valentine, would you be manning the ship's guns with Lyric shooting out the back, or would you be shooting out the back and Lyric would be on the ship's guns? I feel like Lyric, you don't really know ships guns so well. No, yeah, I feel like really. if somebody other than 
Alto was doing it, it'd probably be Valentine. Yeah, he'd just have more generic familiarity with systems from his like Scala Progenium training. Yeah. So, um, can you roll me a uh, perception check, please? Uh, difficulty two. Three successes and one advantage. Fuck yeah, man. That's my kind of roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Valentine, you haven't had much real life exp- – well, actually, that's not true. You have had a, a decent amount of real life experience with uh, Close Calls with Death, um, both the, the accident that led to some minor rebuilding to um, uh, the uh, ship you were on being torn apart in the warp. Uh, to the Emperor's Hope being torn apart uh, by Tokyo drifting too hard. Uh, so if there's something that you, you've gained from all of these experiences, sometimes it's bionic eyes, sometimes it's a weird robot companion, uh, and sometimes it's the ability to recognize an opportunity when it presents. You've recently learned that ships make pretty good weapons, and there is a beautiful, tall, gleaming example of this just off uh, to the right of your ship as you begin to take off, you see um, one of the remaining vessels of the Astral Line, a massive, tall tower of a ship just kind of hanging out. Based on the charge of the weapons, you can probably fire them once. What do you do? I shoot the Astral Line ship so that it blow up. <laughs> so you want to detonate it? You want to crash it? What's the what's the plan? Um, Basically, you can try and aim for a fuel line. You can try and just aim to knock it over. What's, what's your game? I think... Fuel line. Like, if he can blow it in a way that'll just torch Tremaine, that makes the most sense. He can't guarantee if he can knock it over to hits Tremaine, it could hit the ship. And if That's, this is void and combat worthy, it should be able to survive fire and shrapnel, or we're fucked for a thousand different reasons. Fingies crossed. Uh, uh, no, the Emperor always gives you an answer to the questions you're asking, and I think I've got my answer right here, he says as he pushes the trigger <laughs> button on the gunnery station. Uh, amazing. So, um, as you do so, you notice uh, Acri just nudge your uh, reticle like four inches to the right, um, and the uh, uh, the singular blast uh, strikes uh, the uh, other astral line ship. Um, Alto, uh, as the systems boot up, um, you see sort of like call signs um, begin to appear, kind of. Um, this ship seems to be garbled, uh, but for just a brief moment, uh, you get a ping um, just kind of off to uh, the right of the ship, uh, starboard, if you will, um, that is labeled the Emperor's Fury. And then it blinks off as the Emperor's Fury is unleashed, uh, as the massive Astral Line ship uh, detonates in that horrible way that like any time a, a rocket explodes just kind of from the bottom up in a cascade of flame, um, your ship is battered, sent careening, um, kind of spiraling off. Um, and as uh, as you all kind of like brace yourselves, lols, uh, against uh, whatever uh, you can, um, you see a massive fireball um, consume uh, the remaining creatures um, that had had descended upon you, um, wiping clean uh, Galen's garden, and in a a final blast, uh, you see the the grasping, shocked face of uh, Tremaine, who just manages an, oh shit, um, before being blasted to pieces. 
Um, and so with a fireball in your wake, um, you manage to right the ship and um, with a, a kind of slowly ascending arc, fire flaming bits of creatures and animals and Xenos burning off, uh, you begin to ascend into the heavens, uh, leaving the death world of Tren far, far behind you. Uh, what do do any of you have parting sentiments for the planet lyric? You're looking disgusted and like furious. there was a butt. <laughs> I was just waiting there for there like, is. I'm just looking at angry when. faces. Yeah, no, I uh, lyric just like I I kind of I set my I set my weapons down and I just like tromp up uh, to Valentine and I like shove him like against a bulkhead. And it's like the only other fucking psyker I know and the fucking doctor, you leave them both the fuck behind. What is wrong with you? Well, you know, if everyone had perhaps been a little more combat ready in the face of the monsters, we might've been able to make choices. I want to be clear. We're here to save the emperor. Everyone is a tool to save the emperor. You, me, them. The people who got away were the people that I had committed to bringing on this mission. You, your brother, myself. They could have been useful, they could have not. The doctor tried to kill me. We couldn't trust the doctor to treat any of us, especially if we had to kidnap the doctor. So the doctor became sacrificial. Horatio wanted to be a hero. When I get to a fortress precinct of the Arbites, he will be made one posthumously. He has saved the life of the emperor. They were all not serving a purpose. They were all not going to save us. And if we had tried to save them, we would all be dead. How do you feel right now? And he just points at like the almost dead you. And he's like, I am almost broken. If you try to shove me again, I might have to shoot you just because one of us is going to die from the shoving. So instead, we survived. I saved your brother and I saved you, which I also did before when they attacked you in the woods. I've saved you twice. I I don't have an answer to this. So I just, I just like turn on my heel and just kind of mutter like fucking inquisitors have an answer for fucking everything. And I go in search of a med kit. Um, cool. So, um, you storm off in search of, uh, of a med kit. Um, and, uh, it's not a big ship. Um, so you're just kind of, uh, looking around, um, uh, in that kind of delightfully angry, futile way where it's just kind of like, mm, I just open this. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, as you're doing this, um, Alto, uh, you are, um, starting to like plot a course, um, uh, Working with Acri, you've kind of got a sense of, of how to how to jump systems um, with the information that you've collected um, so far about uh, the um, conspirators. Uh, the only lead you currently have to go on is that of um, the traitor, Glasgow Vicodin. Um, and uh, luckily, um, Valentine, uh, you are aware of... of um, the uh, distillery planet. Uh, it's like a forge world for booze. Yeah, um, I think Valentine would take the co-pilot seat and help them sort out like what warp beacons are in the area because we don't actually have a navigator and all the math we'd have to do and yeah. shit like exactly. that. Yeah, so um, you're all sort of, uh, I think you're kind of talking accurately about that. And also that gives you a second to kind of do a quick analysis of, of the ship. Um, and you notice that there is um, all, uh, a blinking... Um, alert now that the the system is up 
um, for um, uh, something just labeled um, stasis. Um, and it's like angrily blinking at you. Um, I'd like to uh, like investigate that, like stasis regarding what, like kind of open the file, if that makes sense. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically it's just on a, on a diagram of um, the ship. There's just kind of a blinking button that says stasis. Um, and uh, as you open the file uh, lyric, um, you find a closet that just fucking won't open. Um, but luckily uh, you find a button that says release. And as you press it, uh, Tyler, the light goes from green to red uh, on stasis. Um, and instead of a med kit, uh, you are confronted by um, hissing smoke pouring out of um, a, a seemingly glass chamber. Uh, and suddenly a figure falls into your arms uh, with a massive clank of, of metal cords and cables snapping off their neck as they do so, coughing up a weird um, sort of slimy substance. Um, and uh, Lyric, you find yourself looking at a, a face that is at least partially human, uh, but also partially machine, um, that just smiles at you and says, Oh, fuck, I cannot begin to tell you how happy I am to be out of there. Hello, new friends. And that's how you met the tech priest. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Alto. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Lyric. And our Game Master Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, a death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Louis, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. 
She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi. My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls, a man's face set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media, in association with Seven Lamb Productions, creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.